What's good, guys? Mad Awesome, your host for Dead Inside Podcast, episode number eight. I hope everyone's having a great day whenever you listen to this. I really had a great couple days this past week, which is really good because as most of you know, I've had quite a rough month as did a lot of other people, but April was really a rough month for me. But these last couple days, I've been around some good people that I'm really proud to have in my life. And I'm just glad that I've been having a great couple days. Great enough days to make me want to do a podcast tonight. So, my motivation, it's getting back, guys and gals. It's getting back, and that's a good thing, because it is 1.14 in the morning when I'm recording this. And I want to drop a podcast right now. What am I going to talk about? I don't even know, but I want to drop a podcast. Maybe I should tell a story or talk about the good times. Talk about something. Maybe I'll have a friend on here. Who knows? But hope you guys enjoy. So for this episode, guess I'll talk about what makes me happy. Now, some people... And again, this is for some people. And even some of my friends. There's something about me. Something about my presence. That scares people. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because of my short fuse that I have. I don't know if I have eyes of a killer. I don't know what it is, but just my presence for some reason scares a lot of people. So when they look at that, 
people will go on and say, man, he's never really a happy guy. And there may be a lot of my stories that I tell. And there's some that has a happy ending, but a lot of my stories doesn't resonate a lot of happiness. You know, there's a lot of anger built in my stories. There's a lot of sadness in my stories. There's a lot of confusion in my stories. A lot of stress and fatigue involved in the stories. Not a lot of happiness. And when I tell stories like that, some people may get the assumption that I'm always angry and bitter, sad. But there is a side of me that really makes me happy. For instance, storytelling. Now, this one's a no-brainer, but storytelling is something that makes me happy. Now, when I was in school, like middle school and high school, I wasn't really much of a sociable person. I really did not like people. People pissed me off. But when I got older, and to this day, I don't like a lot of people. Even though I've made a lot of friends over time, which is kind of funny, but I love all my friends that listen to this, but there's a side of me that does not like people still, but when I tell a story in front of an audience Preferably live, but in this case, telling a story to an audience virtually. When I tell a story, it means a lot because I'm a rare breed, at least in my opinion. You see, I don't know anyone that's like me. Like, I grew up with two older sisters that are nearly twice my age. Now, I don't know many people like that. That grew up with two older sisters that are twice your age and have parents that could be your grandparents' age, but... You know, just the way I've been raised and just the kinds of people that I'm friends with. 
like I'm friends with such a variety of people. In a day and age where you don't really see a lot of friends or lots of people that have friends with different diverse personalities or, you know, what I'm trying to say. So when I go tell a story, it makes me want to not get sympathy from an audience. Because I'm not someone that wants to tell my story. And it may be a sad story or it may be a story filled with rage. But I don't want people to go up to me and feel sorry for me. I'm not one of those people that wants to beg for support. But what I do want when I tell a story is to grab that reaction. Let them just feel their emotions. Like, get people talking and go, wow. That kind of stuff is just great. And I remember getting a lot of compliments from my stories when I've told them in front of a live crowd. And I remember this old lady. And I told this story about this stranger I met during a time where I was with the band that never was, a.k.a. Sierra James, who is also known as the Devil's Daughter, And Wayne Vaughn, that pussy-whipped bitch. Anyway, I remember telling a story about that. And I'll tell this story, I'm sure. But it was about this stranger that I met one night. And, you know, he seemed like a really cool dude. And we exchanged numbers, but we never really talked afterwards. But he was telling me and Sierra and Wayne that night that he was proud to see a bunch of young people going out and chasing their dreams. Now, I can't speak for Sierra and Wayne because I have not seen them nor talked to them, nor do I want to. But I can bet you for a fact they are not chasing their dreams. Whereas me, I'm trying to you know, get make it big out there, do what I love to do for a living, and having goals for myself. 
So when he was saying those words, and again, this is a stranger I don't know. When he said those words, it really meant a lot to me that someone was actually pulling for me. And about a week before I had my first story show, and I never kept in contact with him. I never texted him or called him because, you know, he was a stranger. So it was like, I didn't really know him. Like He wanted my number, but anyways, a week before my first story show, I was scroll. I woke up, I was scrolling through my Facebook and then I saw an obituary of him and it was like, wow. Like, I didn't even know this guy. Like, I, he was just a complete stranger that I met outside of Opry Mills. And he never really found out the true, like, <laughs> side of Sierra and Wayne. But I don't think he cared, you know, but... It's just crazy how he died right before I had a story show. And he was telling me that he was proud to see a bunch of young people just going out and chasing their dreams. And, like, it doesn't, like, affect me in a way. But, like, that kind of... Like, it's just a hard feeling to describe because it's like, wow. Like, that's crazy. Like, like looking back, it's like, damn, it would have been so cool to, like, tell him that I had my first story show. Like, I think that would have been cool as fuck had he known about that. But he never did, and it's like, Wow. Like, it's just crazy, man. But, as I was saying, so I was telling a story about that at Douglas Corner Cafe, and I just remember this old lady. She came up to me, and she loved my story, but she was like, you know, writing is like like a gift that you have, and... That stranger you met was definitely a sign of something. And when I hear stuff like that, like it really means a lot to me. Like it really means a lot to me. And it shows how much passion and desire I have. For what I love to do. Like I love getting a reaction like that. Like I like affecting people's emotions. Because it makes me feel. Like. Even though I'm a rare breed. I'm different. From a lot of people. Like people. Don't relate to me. But they. Show me 
a sign of, I don't know. I don't know if respect would be the word, but maybe admiration. I don't know. I can't really think of the right word, but you get the gist of what I'm saying to those of you that listen to this. And, you know, because when I do storytelling, like, that just makes me feel happy. And I like being able to get my true feelings out there. Because a lot of times there's just some things that you need to get off your chest. For example, another story I told. And I never really told this story to anyone, not one of my friends, nothing. Until I flat out just told the whole story at a venue at Douglas Corner Cafe about this friend I met online. I'll probably tell this story on the podcast some other time, but short but the short version of this is I met this friend online and this is when I was in high school his name was Steven and you know we were good friends we got along but then it started getting to the point where we were talking just about every single day and I was Going through such a phase at the time, like I was really depressed. But like he wanted to like talk every day. And when we would talk every day, fights would ensue between us. And it would really like affect me. Because like, I don't know why, but I felt obligated to talk to him every single day when, you know, I didn't. Like, I could have just done whatever I wanted, but at that time, I really had no motivation, no driving purpose in my life. Like, I was depressed, and I didn't really have any friends. And this is when I started to learn not to really, you know, don't give a fuck about people. Because this dude lived thousands and thousands of miles away like how is he really like this important to me but anyways I was friends with him and we were talking every single day and it like we were just fighting and it really got to the point where you know he was like really like threatening my life even though he lived like thousands of miles away he was like I'll choke the life out of you until You're not breathing. You know, he would say stuff like that. And it just got to the point where I got tired of it. And I managed to cut him off for good. Didn't even give him an explanation why. And then he tried, you know, hit me up a couple times trying to get my attention, but I just flat out ignored him. And to this day, I still haven't spoken to him since. 
and I have no idea if he still thinks of me or remembers me or what, but I will admit I did some things that I probably shouldn't have done. I may have handled, you know, the situation wrong looking back. And that's, you know, and that's another thing. Like, you know, a lot of people, they just hate admitting whether when they're wrong. But I knew for a fact that I know I had handled that situation wrong in a way. Like, I could have handled it better, but I didn't. But he's also responsible for his way of, you know, treating me like shit, too, so. Even though I did deserve some of it, maybe a lot of it, but I didn't deserve, you know, all that. But basically, like, the moral of the story was, you know, in my take on it anyway, that we were both toxic for one another. Like, we were just better off not as friends. And that's another thing that makes me happy. Having friends that are not toxic for your well-being. I'm fortunate enough to have best friends of 10 years. To this day, still my friends. And never once have they done me wrong. You know, like Cody, as I was talking about my best friend Cody in my last podcast. That guy's like a brother to me. Every time we hang out, it's always a good time. And he's just one of those guys that motivates me to become a better version of myself. And it's really important having people like that. Like it really is. And there's like a lot of other friends that I'm glad to know in my life. Two. I can name a lot of them, but, you know, I don't want to, you know, spell out names and forget some. And then people that listen to this podcast, oh, you didn't mention me, you know, but I mean, come on. You, the people know who I'm cool with, who's my, who's great friends with me and whatnot. Like people that listen to this podcast, you're my true friends. Remember that. Yeah, that's another thing that makes me happy is great friends that don't do me any wrong.
another thing that makes me happy. For the most part, some good old Jack Daniels with Coke. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but I got Irish in me. I may look Asian, but I got a lot of Irish in me, and I can drink some JD. Add some Coke in it. Mm. Tastes so good. Puts me in a great mood. Much like some weed. Another thing that makes me happy. Good shit. Yeah. Trying to think. Is there anything else that makes me happy? Good food, I guess. The food makes me happy. Yeah. Oh yeah, another thing that makes me happy. Some good sleep. Which I think... I'm about to go to sleep, guys. I'm getting really tired, and I think this podcast is going on at a good length. Trying to keep the episode short. I'll probably only do like hour long episodes if I'm telling like a really important story or I got people on. But I feel like it's best to keep my episodes short. That way people don't get burnt out trying to listen to a whole hour. You know, a whole hour of their lives wasted. But I'm going to end it here, guys. But yeah. As I've mentioned, storytelling, friends, food, Jack Daniels, that good shit that I mentioned, and some sleep. Good night, everybody. And hopefully I'll upload another podcast sometime this week. I don't know when. I'm going to be quite busy as I got a full work schedule coming up. Oh, yeah, that's another thing that makes me happy. Money. Anyway. Good night, guys. I love every single one of you. And... Yeah. Peace.